Well, guys, it's my honor to introduce our speaker this morning is Mark Van Harmelin. Mark has been one of our youth leaders for a number of years. Uh, Mark and his family live locally. Mark is also a high school teacher at Holland High, but uh, he's, he's a man after God's heart and uh, has been pursuing the heart of the Father, and uh, God has put some things on his heart to share with us this morning. Would you please welcome our brother Mark Van Harmlin this morning as he bring, brings God's word to us this morning. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> Go Hawks. <laughs> that was a kind of fun thing. I walked in and I met Ricky a number of years ago uh, and we had an instant connection because we're both graduates of uh, Rogers, the Golden Hawks, that are no longer in existence anymore. <laughs> They're now the Wyoming Wolves and, you know, I don't know. And so now we met our new friend here who's also a fellow Golden Hawk. Love it. Love it, love it. You know, it's, it's awesome to be here. Um, normally there's a bunch of high schoolers in front of me when I, uh, when I do this, uh, you know, but the crazy thing is um, God has put the hearts of men um, on my heart uh, f- for the last little bit. Uh, Normally, you know, when you think about it, it's just like, oh my gosh, what would I have to say to a room, uh, especially with a lot of guys who are older than myself, who have been walking this longer, and it might be intimidating and in, in whatever. Um, but, you know, the crazy thing is, he put a passion uh, in me to serve high schoolers uh, a while ago. And over the past couple of years, that has transformed. Uh, and really, the Lord has given me a heart uh, just for men, for fathers. Um, and I made this comment to a friend the other day. My family cannot be free unless I am free. When you think about that, freedom starts with us. If we got junk that we're dealing with, and we keep burying it down, that will get passed on to our wives. It'll get passed on to our children. I mean, even this week, it was kind of crazy. My wife and I, uh, it was actually last week, um, I said some things, and I kind of I got all puffed up about myself, a little bit prideful in a moment, um, and it shut her down. Uh, and I saw a piece of my, my old wife that was there because of her old husband. I'm the only husband she's ever had. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And so as, as I was bummed, I'm just like, why did she go back there? You know, she needs healing from that. You know, she shouldn't be responding that way. And the Holy Spirit, you know, a few, <laughs> it took a few days of just like, uh, genius. Uh, she responded that way because you went old school again. And I had to humble myself. I had to talk to a friend about that and say, you know what, I've been prideful with my wife. And I need to confess that. And I went home that morning and I'm just like, here it is. I was thinking, you know, and the crazy thing is because you, you know, you know, when you kind of go in for some, some TLC and she's kind of like, yeah, I'm not there. 
you know, and it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to have to deal with something. But, you know, it's just, honey, that was my pride. I saw something in you that reminded me of the old you, but the, the reality was it was because of the old me, you know, and I'm sorry that my pride got in the way and I didn't value your input into this moment and I shut you down. And I'm sorry for not valuing you as my, my partner. You know, and that was just an amazing moment. And she was like, I forgive you, love you, um, you know, and, and it was cool. When we do things the way that the Lord intended, uh, you know, it's, it's a game changer. And all of a sudden now she feels, uh, you know, she feels that draw towards me again. And she's like, you know, when, when we do it right, it should make it easy for our wives to do it right. And the hilarious thing is, that I plan to say none of what I just, everything that you've just heard me say, nothing was in the plan. So I don't know who needed to hear that today. But I prepared not one word of what I said. But it's true. You know, if we expect our wives to, to, to kind of do the submission, to do this, that, and the other thing, and it's just like, you, you know, we have to be true to what the Word of God says about us. And when we're free and when we treat them as they should be treated, it makes it easy for them also to follow the Word of God for them. And I would go one step further. If we're treating our children the way that the Word of God says for us to treat our children, I think they step in line a little bit easier as well. You know? And it's, my wife is a counselor, I'm a teacher, and we see hurt all the time. We see hurt all the time. And it's just like, I get a group of kids in my classroom, and if there's one thing that I would ask you to pray for, because I'm going to be live a week from today. This is my last day at Reload, I work in Holland, I can't, I can't be here and get, and get to work on time. So I'll see you next May or June. But, you know, the thing is, last year, it's like the Lord showed me so many things. If you want to pray for one thing for the, school, the kids that are going to school, it's identity. They don't know who they are. And they most definitely know, do not know whose they are. And it's just like, you just see the hurt, you see the pain, you see the disconnect with, with their moms, with their dads, with the Lord, and it's, they're hurting. They're hurting. We can bring freedom there. And that's really the journey that the, the Lord has had me on. And I forgot to tell my iPad not to shut down in like 30 seconds, so hopefully it'll... Um, you know, the... I, want, I came here to share with you a couple things um, that the Lord has been bringing me through. And hopefully this helps. And it actually does tie in with, with kind of the intro the Holy Spirit just kind of gave to me. And a few years ago, um, I went on this event called Quest. Um, there's some guys up uh, right now in Luther, Michigan, kind of battling it out um, you know, this week as well. And the crazy thing was, is I was a believer for a long time. 
before I went on this event, and I had had lots of growth as a believer. Uh, matter of fact, the night that I gave my life to Christ was in the back of Waldo's Tavern at Western Michigan University. I had been searching for the answers of my heart with a bottle and with a woman. That's what I thought I had to have to be complete as a man. And as I gave myself to that, the Lord's like, okay, you can do that. Have at it. Okay. Uh, it's a dead-end road, but, you know, have fun. Um, and I finally got to that moment in time where it was like, you know what, Lord, I'm done running. I'm done running. And so in the back of Waldo's Tavern, I'm like, you know what, uh, I'm done. I'm yours, 100%. I'm all in. In that moment, that moment, the Lord did something miraculous. He immediately took away my desire for alcohol. That's the only way to explain it. But like everything else, I'm like, well, why didn't you just go like that for everything? You know, it's like, well, the alcohol thing was really cool. How about the lust? How about the this? How about the that? How about the, you know, whatever? And the Holy Spirit said to me, that you're going to need to trust me day by day for. I did this so that you knew I could. And now you're going to need to walk with me every day. All right, let's do that. And that's got highlighted in, in, in steroid form on my quest of just, it's about every day. It's about every day walking with him. And I want to share with you, on that event, I was asked the question, what do you want? Why are you here? What do you want? And as I closed my eyes, I saw myself as a little child holding the hand of my Father God as we walked through the garden. I said, I want that. I want to walk with my Heavenly Father hand in hand like a little child, just like Adam had the opportunity to do. I want, that, I want to be that close. And one of the most impactful teachings had to do with this radical obedience. And I won't tell you the whole thing because I would encourage you to go if you haven't gone. But here, 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 here's the thing. This verse of the Bible has wrecked me for three years. And Jesus said, and this is my paraphrase, everything that you have heard me say is what I've heard my heavenly Father saying. And everything that you have seen me do is what I've seen my heavenly Father doing. And Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And when his, when his apostles were just like, how do we get there? How do we get to where you're going? I'm the way. It's like he was saying, have you not watched me for three years? If you want to know how to access the Father, I'm the way. 
I've showed you how to do that. Because Jesus would take himself away from the crowds and he's like, you know, before I can deal with the crowd, I need to go to my heavenly father and I need to ask him, what is he doing today? Daddy, what are we going to do today? Will you show me what's on the agenda? What are we going to do today? Well, you're going to go here today. Well, what are we going to do when we get there? Well, today you're going to tell them about me and my kingdom. Okay, the next day he wakes up. What are we going to do today? Jesus and people need to be healed. And you're the man for the job. Okay. And when you think about it, you know, why didn't everyone get healed the same way? How many times did Jesus heal a blind person? And as I read through the New Testament, he's, he didn't heal them the same way. What does that tell me? That tells me in this moment, I'll use you as an example, okay? Why would I use you as an example for the blind guy? He's got a lion's hat on. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry, that, that, that was ADHD. That was not the Holy Spirit. All right. You know, and it's just like he comes up to this person and asks, you know, hey, Jesus, heal me. Okay, Heavenly Father, what's going on here? Well, you're going to heal him. Okay. How are we going to do that? You're going to declare it. Okay. And so he declares him to be healed. My favorite little fantasy moment of, of kind of living is, can you imagine what was going through Jesus' mind when he gets, will you heal me of my blindness? Sure. Okay, Heavenly Father, how are we going to do this? Spit in the mud. Are you serious? Spit in the mud. Okay. <laughs> and he bends over. Rub it in his eyes now. Okay. And he picks it up and he rubs it in his eyes. And then my other favorite thought is, can you imagine being the blind guy? <laughs> Hey, can you hear me? Sure. <laughs> Wait a minute. This feels abrasive and wet. <laughs> you know, it's just like the humor of the moment and yet the just amazing obedience to the, of, of Jesus looking for what is his father doing and what is he saying in the moment. And the Heavenly Father gave him the perfect words for every single moment. And he gave him the perfect thing to do in every single moment. And I went back to what did we lose? What did we lose with Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve had that perfect relationship with him. And then at some moment in time, they're like, you know what? We don't want to go to you anymore. We want to be able to just do it on our own. We want to be able to, to be the decider of what to say in the moment. And we want to be the decider of what to do in the moment. And we want to figure things out on our own and look at the result. And so when I look at, you know, what did Jesus say and what did he do? It's like he showed us the way. He showed me and he demonstrated to me how on this earth... 
I actually can walk hand in hand with my daddy if I choose to take the time to do so. If I choose to push the pause button. If I choose to seek him and say, Heavenly Father, Daddy, I need your help right now. I'm hurting. I used to turn to a bottle. I used to turn to a woman. But now I'm turning to you. And I need you. I need your help right now. My wife doesn't think our marriage is going well. What are the words to say? My kid is struggling right now. What does he need to hear? What does she need to hear? The student in front of me, these men in front of me, what do you need to hear? I know the biggest thing you need to hear, and I love it because whenever I ask my daddy, what do you, what do you say about me? What I hear is the same thing that he said to Jesus. You are my son, who I love, and I'm well pleased. In my deepest junk, when I thought I was not even worth this, and I go to my heavenly father and I'm like, you have to have something different to say. (laughs) What are you saying? You're my son, and I love you. I'm well pleased. You know, our Heavenly Father is the ultimate quarterback. Because if we drop the ball, the next play he calls is a handoff to me. If I drop the ball, the next play he calls is a 50-yard pass down the sideline to me. He's not leaving us there. He believes in us. He believes in you. And he wants you to be free. He wants you to be free. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what you're going through. He wants you to be free. He doesn't want you stuck there. And he's not disappointed. He's not sitting there shaking his head like, oh my gosh, can you believe they did or said that? What he wants us to do when we fall down is rise up. And every single time we rise up and we got dirt on our knees and we got blood from our whatever, he's like, that's my guy. That's my, do you see my son down there? Do you see the crap that Satan just tried to throw at him? Look at my guy. Look at my guy. And these are all about what the what the Lord has revealed to me this summer, the two huge revelations that I wanted to share with you. Number one is this. Every word that I speak is in agreement with something. The word says, out of the overflow of my mouth, my heart speaks. And what the Lord revealed to me is that If I choose to make an agreement 
with one of my five senses, with something that's going on in, in, in the right now. I have a hurt, I have a pain, I have this, that, and the other thing. And I tend to focus on that and I'm speaking that. I'm making agreements with junk that isn't really real, necessarily. But if I am all in, and I know the Word, and I'm in the Word, and I'm in the Word, and I'm in the Word, and I'm listening to the teachers, and I'm listening, and I'm reading the books, and I'm, and I'm doing whatever, I'm finding out. It's like the Holy Spirit is going to come when I seek Him out. And He will tell me the truth, just like He did to Jesus. Jesus went to his father to figure out every single thing to say. And when he said, you're healed, it's because he heard the heavenly father say, he's healed. And he spoke in agreement with what he heard. Why did he do what he did? Because he was acting in agreement with how he saw his heavenly father acting. How do we know how do we know that it's the Lord's will to hear us? I was raised in a denomination when you ask them to pray for healing, they'd say, be healed if it's the Lord's will, or be healed, Lord's will be done. That's, that's our little disclaimer, you know, boom, 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 you know. And it's just like, now Jesus kind of prayed that prayer too, right? He's like, hey, take this from me, but your will be done. But he was submitting, okay, not, not doing a little XXX disclaimer. We don't really know if this is going to work. So I went back to the New Testament. And I'm like, okay, you wrote down your will, you wrote down your word, and I found that every single time someone went to the Lord for healing, they received it. So I don't need to ask myself and question, is it the Lord's will for me to be healed? He revealed that to me in his word. So now, with my words, I can stand on that. I might have a health situation. I've actually been dealing with a health situation for five to ten years. What am I going to believe is true? Some of the signs and symptoms that keep popping up, or am I going to believe that it's my Heavenly Father's will for me to be healed, and by His stripes I was healed and I am healed? That's where I'm going to speak. The doctor, the nurse might tell me one thing, and I'm not going to be dumb and, you know, it's just like, oh, you lost your thumb. No, I didn't. You know, you know, I'm not going to be that guy. Okay? But what is true? Holy Spirit, what is true in this moment? I have asked that question all summer long as I was dealing with some health issue in the summer. And I'm like, what's true right now? You're healed. Okay, I'm healed. I don't need to be worried about this. I don't need to be anxious about this. If you say I'm healed, that's good enough for me. That's good enough for me. That's what I'm going to talk about. That's what I'm going to speak. And this is the next piece of that that's just kind of this crazy revelation that I had. It was actually in here. And Pastor Jake was, was teaching on the Holy Spirit to the youth. And all of a sudden the Lord kind of went one more level on me. And this is what he said. When... You live in agreement with me, then you enter my rest. When we live in agreement with the words that the Holy Spirit is speaking in the moment, 
and what our Heavenly Father is doing in the moment, we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be stressed out. We can do the most difficult things in a state of total peace and total rest. And of course, you know, it's just like, well, show me what that means. How in the world does Jesus walk into the temple and start flipping tables over? Without, I mean, think about this. If all you guys were selling something at these tables right now, how many tables could I flip over before one of you beats the pulp out of me? I don't want to flip your table over. I just met you. Your, your guns look like my thighs. I'm not flipping your table over. Okay? It's not happening. Plus, it's a golden hawk. I, you know, I know how those guys go. <laughs> you know? How does he walk through that whole place flipping people's tables over? He did it out of a pe- He was at total rest. Heavenly Father, what are we doing today? Oh, it's going to be fun today, son. You're going to go into the temple of Jerusalem? Wait for it. We're going to flip some tables over. Seriously? And this is the, these are the words that you will declare as you do so. Okay. Let's go do this. Imagine Nazareth is, is kind of talked about as like a hick town, right? He goes to Jerusalem and he gets into the face of the leading teachers and scholars at the time. And calls them out. And you got to imagine his disciples probably had to be going up to him like, okay, okay, I, I know that you're from out in the hicks, but, but do you know who you just talked to? And Jesus can say that in the manner, the, the words that he chose and in the way that he did because he heard his heavenly father saying those exact words to those people and he chose to live in agreement with that and he did exactly what his father was doing and he said exactly what his father was saying and he entered that moment and he talked to those people in a state of total rest in his spirit. He wasn't anxious. I can't believe that he was anxious. Imagine the power Imagine the power that we would have if we lived in agreement with every word our Heavenly Father was saying and partnered with Him in everything that He wanted to do in the moment. And we don't have to be anxious about it. Doing so will bring peace and rest. And so I'd ask you guys right now, what are you, what are you facing? What are you facing right now that's bringing you stress? Man, I'm, I'm, I don't know about that. I've got to have this conversation today or this week, whether it be with my wife, whether it be with my kid, whether it be with my coworker, uh, that person that you're, you're selling something, whatever it is. What right now is bringing all of that anxiety and stress and you don't know what to do and how to move forward? I'm going to invite you to pause. Ask your Heavenly Father, Daddy, how do I handle this? What 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 are you doing in this moment? And I have to believe that He's not going to leave you there. I have to believe that He's going to give you the exact thing to say 
in the exact thing to do. Hmm. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you. Daddy God, (laughs) my son is battling for his freedom today. And my heart is with him. And I thank you for revealing that as as much as my heart is, is going after him, your heart has always been going after him. Thank you for revealing your heart for us. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit. Thank you for sending Jesus. What would we do? What would we be? Mm. Heavenly Father, would you just come? Would you send your Holy Spirit on each and every one of these guys? Jesus, would you speak to us? Show us what to say and what to do. And give us peace and rest. We just praise you for it in Jesus' name.